even if I had to do it via a skylight. I didn't care, not at all. But knowledge is power. Knowledge is a daiquiri, I intoned as I scrambled up, my black gloves offering a little traction. Strawberry daiquiri, lemon daiquiri, peach daiquiri. Stephen's roof was flattish, so our climb to the skylight was not too perilous, even in my fuzzy state. I hummed the Rocky fight song, stopping to pump the cool night with my fists, like Rocky did in the movies. What's going on, Shalise? My sister hissed from the ground below, her voice coming in from the walkie-talkie on my hip. I giggled and held my walkie-talkie to my mouth. I'm not Shalise. I'm a spy, a secret agent. I am on a serious mission. Why are you talking about a mission? Why aren't you home reading a romance novel? Brenda burped. She says it's her best quality. That is patently not true. Her best quality is writing screenplays for major motion pictures that make women alternately laugh and cry like banshees. She's living with me until she smashes through her writing block. Christy said, Copy that, Miss Bond. All right, 007, carry on. I carefully, as carefully as I could with two strawberry daiquiris under my belt, well, three, actually, but who's counting? Scuttled over to Brenda, who was peering through Stephen's giant skylight, quiet as a tiny drunken mouse dressed all in black with night vision goggles. I could see the butcher block island in the middle of the kitchen. Mission fuzzy, I whispered. Brenda put her black-gloved hands over the skylight to angle a better view. Command center, I report zero activity. I leaned on the skylight a smidgen, balancing most of my weight on the roof. I could smell Brenda's perfume, sultry and earthy. I gasped. Brenda said, Holy tamole! It was Alana. Alana Post. I had known Alana the man-eater for years. I avoided her at all costs. She was perfect. Blondish hair, highlighted just so, curling under right at her shoulders. Heavy but annoyingly perfect makeup. Thin. Oh, I hated how thin she was. Probably a size six. Designer clothes. And always, always, a condescending sneer or raised eyebrow to make it clear that she thought I was a chubby spider beneath her feet. An awkward orangutan with a poofy butt. And there she was in Snicky Stevens' house. The doctor that I was going to dump anyhow. I leaned over the skylight, scooching toward the center, then hissed, It's the female praying mantis. Why are you spying on Stephen on his roof? What about that romance novel? How about getting down? I gurgled as Alana, the man-eater, slipped off her dress. Underneath, she was wearing a red negligee, black fishnet tights, and black heels. This I could not have! Stephen had dumped me a month ago. I hadn't even slept with him, and already he was getting in the flesh with Alana the man-eater. She has deplorable taste, Brenda whispered. If I had an outfit like that on, I would have added a halo and tail. That patronizing witch, I muttered. Did I ever tell you Stephen has a flabby bottom? We leaned over for better viewing angles. Those boobs, Brenda said, dismayed. 
They have to be fake. No one has boobs that upright, do they? No one should have boobs that bouncy ball perfect, even if they're fake. It isn't fair. It's against the sisterhood of women, the society of decent females. Brenda and I scooched a bit more onto the skylight. Alana had stretched out in front of the fire on the fake thick white fur. If I was wearing that red getup, my stomach would be slouching over like a bag of red flour, with the wrinkles etched through my thighs doing little for my sex appeal. I want to be up there. I want to be up there, my sister whined from the ground. Why don't I ever get to do any of the fun stuff with you two? That's easy, I snapped. It's because you're always pregnant, fertile Myrtle. Christy had three kids at home with her husband, Carrie, the nicest man on the planet. Well, 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 she sputtered.